Hey guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog where we post all of the books that we talk about. And that is just libraryoverload.home.blog. And then also check us out on Instagram where we're more active. And that is just library overload there. Buddy Read Day. Buddy Read Day. And it was my pick. And I am so happy with with my pick. It didn't suck. Yay for you. It did not suck. It was insane. 100% (laughs) certifiably insane from start to finish. And I loved it. I kept thinking like, God, this is so weird. I love it so much. (laughs) It's so weird. Like, I was literally reading at times, and I thought, who comes up with this stuff? This is so weird. Yep. Grady Hendrix. Yep. Yeah, so we read the Southern Book Club's Guide to Vampires. Slaying Vampires. Slaying Vampires. Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. That is quite the mouthful. It is. But it was wild. Wild. The little blurb advertises it as Steel Magnolias meets Dracula. And I love it. (laughs) And it really (laughs) is. It It really is. Just a quick synopsis. So this is set in the early 90s, which was an interesting time for this to be set. But I actually, I just read an article where the author was talking about, so he was asked, kind of why that time that's a very specific time like why then and he was like because it was the decade that nothing happened but everything happened yeah like so he was just like so I mean it was the perfect time for something insane to happen because nothing else was so so this is set in the early 90s in a suburb of Charleston this is where um, several Karens if I may, will b- meet up once a month for book club and they start reading, you know, like the literary things and all of that. And then finally one day someone is like, I don't want to read this. I want to read gore and murder and true crime. And so they started reading nothing but true crime. Well, they kind of split off and formed their own book club. They did because Nobody wants to read stuff that's super literary, super intellectual all the time. Unless you're, unless that's for you, whatever. It's not for me. I would get sick of it after a while. Like I can handle one and then I need like a, like a fluffy, Mm -hmm. weird book and then I'm okay. But yeah, we've discussed more than once that we have a hard time with the academic books. Yeah. So they start their own little book club with their true crime, gory, all sorts of stuff. They name a ton of books that are like super big in true crime. I thought that you would have appreciated that because I haven't read any of them. I bet you've read most of them. I've read, I had read several. Um, I haven't read in cold blood. Um, That one kind of intimidates me and I don't know why, probably because it's like the grand Capote. Well, yeah. And it's like the grandfather of true crime. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm like, what if I don't like it? Um, but (laughs) I know, 
So they start reading these and then some just insanity happens. So the lead... Like we're trucking along on this normal little kind of slice of life book, happy everybody's in a small town book club. And then <laughs> like we get hit by a Mack truck. That's kind of what happens. Yeah. Like it, like all of a sudden something insane happens. You're like, whoa, that was weird. And then it's just like weirdness for the rest, the rest of the time. And, and it keeps you on pins and needles the whole time. So on the pins the, and the needles. So the lead character, she kind of gets a really weird vibe from her brand new neighbor. And eventually she figures out that, oh yeah, like he's, legit a vampire like this is real this is not fiction I have seen it with my own eyes neighbors a vampire but like who's gonna believe you that mm -hmm. the neighbors a vampire so like it's not only is it a horror in terms of like oh my god my neighbors a vampire but also like it's terrifying like thinking like I know this thing to I know this to be fact and no one will believe me. No one is taking me seriously. Like that to me was almost just as scary mm -hmm. as the the vampire aspect. Yeah, I yelled like, at some of the people in the book. I'm oh like, my god! Like, just believe her. I know. Like, ugh. it was so stressful. But you know, the whole time I was like so uncomfortable, so stressed out. Like, just like, ugh. Let's just hurry. Yeah. Get through it. Yeah. The quicker you believe her, the quicker we can get through it because I'm so stressed out. Yeah. Like, I was legit. Like, from the moment everything went, like, holy shit. From that moment on, I was super uncomfortable. Like, just super, like, oh, I don't like it. Like, in the best way. Yeah. Like, I loved it because it made me feel those things. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, damn, that's good. Yeah. Good writing, sir. But, you know, it also, also actually tackled some serious issues. It did. We it talked sure... about, you know, classism, racism. We talked about a woman's Misogyny. Oh, oh. Not Them one husbands. single man in this book did I like. Not one Them husbands. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to talk about them in a minute. But it was... Awesome. If you want to read something super weird, so this is weird. This was fantastic. But not like weird in a bad way. Weird in a no. like, I can't like, wait to see what happens next. Yes. Kind of like weird in a like, oh my God, I literally cannot read fast enough. Like, how is this going to work out? Like, there's no way everyone survives. Like, it's just insane. And the opening line, can we just talk about the opening sentence? It was pretty cool. This story ends in blood. I opened up my Kindle and saw that I was like, okay, this is already a winner in my eyes. Like, yeah. an opening sentence is everything. Yeah. If it gets you like that immediately. Yes. yes. I was so happy with it. I gave it four stars. Just because there were a few things that, like, that didn't rip, wrap up the way I wanted it to. But that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm okay if I'm not happy with every aspect. Because who's going to be? But right. it was still a damn good book. I gave it four stars. And I did oscillate back and forth. Because it was not... 
I thought about giving it three stars, and then I thought about giving it four stars. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought about three stars because it was absolutely not something that I will ever pick up and read again. I would not have probably ever read it unless, you know, you suggested it for book club. Because it's just kind of crazy. I mean, yeah. it's But see, it's that's, what I, that's what I like. Like, I feel like my, my buddy suggestions were like, I made you read a book about an octopus and mm-hmm. you loved it. Like, mm-hmm. I made you read a book about a vampire and, and not a sparkly one. And you really enjoyed it. So, like, I like getting people to read outside their comfort zone. Just because so it's historical fiction is on the table now. You can you can make me read whatever you want to read. <laughs> I almost made you read Jurassic Park, but I was like, no, she'll hate me. They did so, talk about Michael Crichton in this book as well. Yes, they, they read did. Him. Um, which I was like, girl, don't you don't you bash Michael Crichton. <laughs> That's my new boo. You better watch your face. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, like I was, I was so happy with it. And I told, I, I finished it days ago. That's how much yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like normally buddy reads, I wait until just a day or two before. Mm-hmm. And then I start reading. <laughs> um, I started reading early and listening to it early, but then a thing happened. <sighs> And I kind of started binge-watching Golden Girls again. Oh, I don't see the problem with that at all. <laughs> well, it, it hinders the reading, because I can't read and binge Golden Girls. <laughs> oh. uh, you know what the well. world needs now is is Golden Girls. Yes. I think Sophia Portillo should have been president. She would have just set everybody straight. Sophia would have killed us all. <laughs> <laughs> She um, cracks me up, and I saw a meme that said I thought I was going to grow up to be like Mary Poppins, but it turns out I'm Dorothy from the. <laughs> I am one thousand percent Dorothy. Yeah, if there's I'm a smart totally aleck comment to be made, count me in. I'm going to be the one making it. <laughs> but no, I I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I kept thinking to myself, like, I wonder where Tavia's at right now. I wonder if she's freaking out right now. I wonder if she hates me. Like, I wonder if she hates the There were times in it that I thought, what in the actual crap am I reading? Like, what has she done to me? But then it would pick up and something cool would happen. Like, okay, okay. But, like, it took me a minute to get through the first part of it where it was nothing but book club in Mm -hmm. the late 80s and then the early 90s. I was like, what is happening here? But then we got into some crazy stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, it was just, it was wild. It was a wild ride. I am very happy that I read it, and I can't wait to read his other stuff, just because it was so weird, and I enjoyed his horror store, and so yeah, I, I know say- we talked about My Best Friend's Exorcism, like, yeah. this yeah. was on your radar because you read Horror Store last year. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I loved it. So There yeah, were it's- some very graphic scenes and and some dialogue that I just was, like, not a huge fan of. But I get it. I get we're in a horror novel. Right. But it wasn't, like, you know, I'm a big old chicken. But it, and so it kind of, it pushed the line, towed the boundary of being too much for me. But then, like, it would back off. And I was like, okay, whew, I can breathe. There, but I was. There was I, one scene where I skimmed ahead. I was like, nope, nope, nope. And I kind of, like. Um, was it the rats? It was. Was it the rats? The yeah. rats was I couldn't so, read it all. It was so much. It was too like, much. Like, it was the worst part for sure. Like, yeah. and that was the part where I was like, okay, I'm glad that it's it's bright daylight. 
right now. Like I was, it was too, yeah, that was the, like, that was the furthest you could push me before. I was like, okay, okay, I'm done. And then when she was in the attic, um, before we get into sports, she was in the attic. Lord. I was, was about to throw so up. Stress. I was so stressed, like sweating, like, oh like, my I could God. I feel the things that were yes. on me that were on her. Like I could feel yes. them. Yeah. It the was writing awful. was brilliant because I yeah. literally was in the attic with her. I yeah. Feel it. Yeah. Was, like he it. kept you on your toes, like yes. hardcore. It really um, there was one quote that I wanted to read before we hit our spoiler kind of line. Because if you are Southern and you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if this sounds like me. I want you to hear this line. Someone says, he thinks we're what we look like on the outside. Nice Southern ladies. Let me tell you something. There's nothing nice about Southern ladies. And I, I was like, that. screenshot, screenshot. I need this framed. Bless <laughs> your heart. Yes. Southern ladies are some of the bitchiest people on the planet. This is like, true. And like, I don't mean that in a bad way because we will say something in the nicest tone and you don't realize till later. <laughs> that we've insulted you. <laughs> Oh, honey. Oh, sweet, sweet baby. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, I, I'm so happy with it. Like, I haven't been this happy since Soul of an Octopus. <laughs> That's funny. I think we've read some good stuff this year so far. Well, I mean, like, but you always pick the good ones. Like, mine are either hmm. spectacular or shit. Like, there's no in between. <laughs> This is true. You really do need to fill the middle ground a little bit. <laughs> so I was just like, I finished it, and I was just like, I'm so happy. This well, we, so read, we read the Minnesota book after we read Soul of an Octopus, didn't we? Oh, I forgot I loved that book. But then you didn't like it, and so that was kind of a downer. But I no, did I love. It. it was awful. I, I loved Lager Queen of Minnesota. <laughs> but anyways, okay, I want to get into spoilers, because there's so much I need to talk about. <laughs> yes. So if you want to read this book and you do not want to be spoiled, go away. Pause this podcast, go back to your regular scheduled programming, and come back. And to then come later. back because we do want to talk to you more. So please return. Yes, please do okay. return. We miss you. Okay, girl. I don't even know where to begin. Well, let me say this. There is not one single character in the whole book that I liked the whole time. At one point or another, I didn't like everybody. But that's not a bad thing. Okay, what was the lead character's name again? Elizabeth? Patricia. Patricia. Wow. That was way off. I have already read two books since I finished this. So, like, okay. Yeah. Patricia. I struggled with her. I was on her side about 85% of the time. Yeah. And then her husband? No. Oh, Lord. Such an... Look, oh, he made me so angry. Okay, okay, okay. Can we talk about, please, that book club where they were going to have the police come over and they were just going to lay everything out and then the husband show up and yeah. they're just like, you women are idiots. You know not of what you speak of. You just sit at home and do the cooking. You don't do anything. You're like just you, bored. You contribute nothing. 
so apologize to this man. And, and you're so just... weak-minded that you have made this fantasy up. And I'm just, oh, I would have shot them all dead. Like, Oh, I would have divorced him that minute. Like, I'm so glad that Patricia did eventually leave Carter, because that was some bullshit. Yes, because then when she was having her issues, he twisted it. And then even at the end, when they're telling Turned the kids... the children? Yes. <sighs> he twisted it to where he looks like the good guy, and she looks like this crazy person. Like and the kids just... still want to go with her. Ha. Huh. Yes. No, uh, for sure. When the kids said they wanted to go with mom, I was like, wait, but I, why? Like, because he spun it so much that I was just like, but why would they want to go? Like, I, I think at that point they unpacked- can see what's happening. I hope so. I wish they could have unpacked that just a little bit more, though, because it was just like, oh, all of a sudden they like her now because like they hated her. Yeah, but I think that was part of the control of James Harris, which is another thing that I hated through the whole book. She called him James Harris literally every time she brought him up. Because villains, you use their full name. (laughs) Okay, what about Dracula? That's his full name. No, it's not. It's Count Dracula. (laughs) Sorry. So sorry. I actually um, really don't know if he has more name than that. Admittedly, I have not read Dracula. That would be a Caitlin question. Yeah, I was going to say, let's call Caitlin real quick. Anyways, okay. After that scene, and I turned the page and it was three years later, I literally audibly gasped because I, I was mean, like, what the heck? And I text you. And I, I was said, just what like, is up three years later. And I was just like, are you kidding me? And then she's I, lived like this for three years, like a robot. Like, I skimmed ahead to see if it was a dream or if she was like going to go back three years or no, no, we're just three years in the future. I was just like, it, it literally, I was just like, Oh my God. Like it blew my mind. Cause like just thinking of how she has had to live with this knowledge Live with the fact that no one believes her. Her husband has turned everyone against her. And yet she knows she is right. She knows what she's seen. And she's had to live with it. See him. Deal with it. Like pretend to be okay with him. Oh Lord. It like it was everything. Like oh my God. That was insane. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. Oh, I, I did. I texted you. I said, three years later, are you kidding me? Like, are yeah. You actually kidding me? It was insane. Like, what a twist that was. Because, mm-hmm. like, you think that she's going to fight and then she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I do understand why she doesn't. I get it. But, like, it was just still like that. Dear God, she didn't fight it. Like, oh my God. Oh, I, I do remember. There is one character I liked the whole time, and that was Mrs. Green. I liked her the whole time. Um, because Mrs. Green had her shit together. Yeah, she was pretty awesome. Yeah, Mrs. Green was a badass. Mm-hmm. Whole time. Can we talk about Miss Mary for a second? She um, is terrifying. Literally she is. terrifying. And you know what? So in this interview that I read, it was NPR interviewing uh, Grady Hendrix. And he said that a lot of this book is based on his family because he grew up outside of Charleston. He grew up in this world where if you didn't serve your guests on your wedding China, 
-hmm. it was like the hugest deal in the world. And he said that his grandmother died from Alzheimer's at like when he was eight years old. And he said, I don't remember my grandmother being a grandmother. To me, she was a monster. And he said, I wanted to give my grandmother a chance to be the heroine that she deserved. And I was just like, dear Lord. Precious. Because like dementia and Alzheimer's, when they get to that awful, awful stage, it's scary. And he portrayed that, I thought, really well. Yeah. Like, it was just... She oh yeah, I mean, scary. I definitely, you know, I was convinced, like, yeah, that she was sick. I get, yeah, and all of that, but she was, she was scary, she was but terrifying that, in her sickness. She was, but then that one lucid moment that she had with Patricia, like telling her her story and all of that, like that was, that yeah. was nuts. Oh, I thought it was fitting. Like towards the end, Patricia said, "Can you imagine how much you have to love your son to s- come back from hell to, yeah, to." S- warn him about a ghost and then she said oh but she didn't she came back for me yeah I thought that was really cool well because obviously Carter wouldn't have believed her mm-hmm. like because Carter was kind of a dick yeah and uh how many affairs did this man have are you kidding me well also but also it was like but was James telling the truth well no all of the he- girls called the house remember and she'd be oh, like he would come right. back from trips and someone would call that's asking right. for Carter yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. And yeah, he worked I, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a disgusting piece of Chauvinic, poo. Chauvinistic. Yeah. 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 He Patricia was, was there to make him look better. And as yes. long as she was doing that, he was fine. When she stopped making him look better, he was imba- he was getting embarrassed by her. That's yeah. when he started having problems. Yeah. He only needed her there to make his life look picture perfect. Yeah. Oh, and let's talk about the end. Uh, speaking of a husband wanting the picture perfect, Leland talking about the fact that Slick might have AIDS. And he wasn't terrified that she was sick. He was terrified someone was going to think she had AIDS. Your all wife the men is dying. In, all the men in this book were garbage. Garbage. And, and I love that a man wrote this book. And he made all the men garbage. Like, yeah. thank you, sir. I was like... Your wife is dying. Yeah, he was and just you just care about the church thinking she has AIDS? I mean... Like, who the hell thinks that an autoimmune disease is just all this... It's AIDS. I mean, like, in the early 90s, they did. Oh. There was mass hysteria and panic about AIDS in the early 90s. I mean, like... I know. But, like, know. why would you think your wife has AIDS? Like, did you do something bad that could have yeah. passed AIDS Maybe to your James wife? Maybe James told the truth about stuff. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, you never... You I had no tell. idea whether James was telling the truth or not. Yeah, I forgot about that part because that was garbage, too. Poor Slick. Slick did not deserve anything that happened to her. She was a little overrighteous, but, no, she did not deserve anything to happen to her. Yeah, that's, that really sucked. Grace. Grace was garbage. On the one hand, I get it. She was, she had been abused so much. She was trying to save herself. I think at that point, like I can't save you if I can't even save myself. That's where I thought she was coming from. True. But at, at what point then do you decide I need to get out of this situation because the truth is right in front of me. It, like, it, 
I will say a lot of women in domestic abuse and bad marriages, they have nowhere to go. I know. And that's one of the I reasons that. That they stay. And that's why I'm struggling with her because, like, I straight up 100% hated her. But I did feel bad when Patricia went to Grace's house and she saw her broken china. That was kind yeah. of sad. Um, but, yeah, no, I 100% disliked Grace the entire time. Like I liked once. when she came in and took charge at the end and, and helped Oh, no. You do not get to be a turd the whole time and then show up at the end and be like, oh, I'm helping. No, ma'am. You do not. I do get it, though. Like, she couldn't even save herself. How was she going to help Patricia if she couldn't even help herself? Like, I, I 100% get that. I understood her. I didn't like her. I don't care. I didn't understand the others, like Kitty and Mary Ellen. I, I, you guys are weird. I didn't understand you at all. Yeah. They were just kind of wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like, it was Kitty that went and finally helped Patricia get out of the attic, which, poor thing, dear Lord, we'll talk about the attic in a second, because that was, ugh. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, Kitty saw proof in the attic, and yet she was like, okay. What can we do? Like, I mean, the thing is, it's so completely asinine. Like, if you came to me and said my neighbor is a vampire, okay, Susie. Okay. You wouldn't believe me? I think that it would take some real hard proof for me to think the vampires were real. Tavia. I mean, I would go. I would help you kill anybody. But I'm not sure I'd believe it until we got there. Thank you. I do appreciate that you would help me murder people if I asked. But I also need you to know that if I ever came up to you and said, Tavia, this person over here is a vampire. I need you to believe me because I would never say that for real, like, unless it was for reals. But these women are kind of like passive aggressive friendships. Yes, they're not even friends. Like. Well, not until after the incident. (laughs) Well, I mean, sure, you kill a man, you're gonna, you gotta be friends together. Like, to be fair, he wasn't a man. True that. He was like a monster thing. Like, ugh. Also, I would like to discuss with someone who has read Dracula about the thing, like in his mouth. I I didn't like Dracula. I didn't like that. It was like a, like a tarantula leg came out of his mouth, and I didn't like it. But back to the, like, they were passive-aggressive friends. So if you're not super on board in my friendship, True that. I can see you not believing me. True that. Yes. Yeah. Like, if I went to my legit neighbor, I know her on a first-name basis. And I know enough to be like, hey, hi, neighbor, if we run, in, run into each other at the grocery store. But if I was to run over to Allie and be like, hey, um, 70G over here is a vampire. She'd be like, <laughs> I need you to help me murder him. <laughs> she'd be like, girl, what's she smoking? Yeah. <laughs> you got also, some good stuff. Also, especially Southern women are so concerned about appearances. Yes. You know, I think of that song, Carrie Underwood or Miranda Lambert, Mama's Broken Heart. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you feel. It only matters how you look. Yes. Like, that 100% is kind of like the overarching thing in the whole book is that it really doesn't matter what you're going through. Yeah. You have to look good. You have you to ju- put on you have your to, face. Mm-hmm. You have to put on your face. You have to have, like, you have to have guests over. And no one should ever, ever know your inner to- turmoil. Ever. 
Yep. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, no, for I sure. I also think that's a generational thing, too. I True. think our generation is a little more open and honest than yes. the generations prior. Because you just didn't talk about stuff back then. Right. You didn't talk about it at all. Your problems were your problems. Yep. But, yeah. Yeah, all these ladies, like, yeah, everyone was annoying in different ways. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, Mrs. Green is the only person I enjoyed her character from start to finish even at times like at that three years later point i was so mad at patricia i was so mad at her because like it's exactly what mrs green said you quit you walked away you saved yourself Mm -hmm. you left us you abandoned us Mm -hmm. i mean she did she did all right so now we need to talk about the attic because that was severely stressful i'm never going to be okay again (laughs) <laughs> the number of times that she said roach eggs in that 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 chapter is going to stick with me for the rest of my life. I have never when thought about roach eggs before. He was so good at describing the roach crawling into her ear. And I was just like, you've got to stop. You've got to stop. Yeah, and she couldn't make any noise. And the roach was climbing <gasps> into her ear. And centipedes crawling uh, over spiders. She could. I'm gonna have nightmares from that scene alone. (laughs) It was so bad. And then we've got James coming up the attic, like with his smug, stupid face and voice, being like, "I know, I know, you're here." here. Like, (laughs) and the roaches in her ear, and it was just. (laughs) I was so stressed out. I have legitimately never in my life thought about roaches having eggs. So this is a new thing that I know that I can never unknow. <laughs> like, I mean, I knew that they reproduced. I just didn't know how it, like, it was a mystery. I just let it be a mystery to me because I didn't want to know. But now I know about roach eggs. I can never unknow it. It's stuck in my brain and it's all your fault. Because no joke, you could play a drinking game in that chapter and get drunk the number of times that roach eggs are mentioned okay speaking of drinking games in this book and this might be too much but i could not tell you how many times pubic hair was talked about why are we talking about this like every single person if they happened to be naked we had to we had to know that they had pubic hair. Like it's just think that that's a man writing women thing. I I don't know because he even mentioned James mm-hmm. having pubic hair. Well, I mean, do you think that as a man, pubic hair is something he would think about for I don't I know. don't know, but it was like, dude, like you need to you need to calm down with yeah. the pubic talk. Like that yeah, can we, just we've be... talked about everyone's. We even talked about the daughters. Like like it's so much it's so much. So much. Yeah, like, I, it got to the point now, I was like, I really, I really should have been counting, because it was a lot. I mean, I like smut as much as the next person, but there is no mention of pubic hair in smut. <laughs> right, like, that's just, and maybe it was because none of the instances that we had to discuss pubic hair was a sexual, I don't, I don't know. I my got, thought I don't... on it, and this just came to my brilliant brain, to make, sure. you, to make you uncomfortable. 
Maybe. The whole point of most of the dialogue is to make you as uncomfortable as possible. So maybe, maybe. that's one of the things. Well, he did a damn good job of making me uncomfortable. Because yeah. I can't tell you, from the moment that her ear was bitten off, I was, it was, it was bad from that, that point on. That was terrifying. Terrifying. Because um, some old people are crazy scary anyway. No, like legit, like old people scare the hell out of me. I mean, I love my grandma. Like, I love my old people. But some old people are scary. Yes. And, you know, that shit was terrifying. Like, I was unprepared for that. Me too. I thought something was going to happen and it turned out to be the old lady. And I was like, yeah, I was 1000%. And then I was like, oh, shit, is the vampire the old lady? Because that's super terrifying. But no, she was just crazy. Like, I don't even. I was a very interesting take on vampirism. Of how he ate, how he reproduced, all of that. Yes. No, all of it was awful. Yes. And you might be right. It was just from the moment you start the book, it's it's there to make you uncomfortable. It's there to make you cringe. It's there to make you just be like, ugh. It's like the suspense thriller. Like, you're supposed to be on edge or like Stanley yeah. Kubrick in that stupid movie <laughs> The Shining with his music <laughs> you're supposed to be on edge That's yeah what I thought of <laughs> but no this book was awesome but and stressful as hell in a good way like it's yeah. it was supposed to be like that but no yeah it was it was very uncomfortable yes I think that unless you're like a true crime fan or a Dracula fanatic this book is going to be hard to get through at times. I don't think it's I for everyone. Know. No, it's no, no, it's definitely not for everyone. Yeah. But I do think for what it, for what it was, for the purpose that it was there for, it was fantastic. I thought it was going to be a different type of book, but that's just me. Cause I read more fantasy vampire stuff. Not this was like the terri- vampire. Yeah. This was like the terrifying vampire, which is what I am. That is the kind of vampire that I yeah. would like. And that's yeah. what the, the trend was in the early nineties was the scary was vampire. Ter- terrifying yeah. vampires. Interesting. I don't recall the early nineties. You know, what's the name uh, with, Kiefer Sutherland. What is that movie called with the boys? Interview with a Vampire? No, that's Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. I don't know um, what the hell Kiefer Sutherland did. What is that book? I mean, movie. Hey, is Kiefer Sutherland related to Donald Sutherland? Yes. No, for real? For real. That's his dad. Did I just blow your mind? Oh my god, I don't know if I would I I mm. I have so many thoughts and feelings about this. The Lost Boys. There you go. Oh, I don't I don't I've never seen that. It's an 80s early 90s late 80s vampire movie where there are scary vampires. Mm. Kiefer Sutherland is the main vampire. I've never seen it either. <laughs> but I know what it is. So I pulled up discussion questions and one of these I really like. This is the book is female driven and much of the horror happens to women and children. How do all the women in the book club respond to reports of strange or downright scary events? And how does their environment influence the different strengths and weaknesses they display? Like, I, I like that question because it really highlights the fact that the men 
literally weren't looking out for anything. They weren't listening to any any warnings. They just it was like they were completely tone deaf and wouldn't even accept the fact that something bad could be happening in their town, even though they're not they don't do anything to yeah. keep it safe anyways. But, like, I I like that question. I do, too. I, I like it for the women because they only were concerned about the oddities in a superficial way. Mm-hmm. Like, strange people in the neighborhood. Yeah, like, oh, I've never seen plate. that car before. Yeah, that was, but that's, that's, not, a, that's a southern no. person. But, like, legitimately terrifying things are happening, but you're just going to skim over that. You're only concerned with how the neighborhood looks. That's kind of the way I, I took that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's a car that's untoward or like a van that's ugly and the grass isn't mown. Like, you know, superficial um, concern is what I got. Yes. Think. Yes. Um, another good question. Although there is one obvious monster at the center of the story, we learn that fear, dread and terror come in many forms. Is there more than one kind of monster? And what are the scariest elements of this story and why? I think, yes, there are more than one kind of monster. And I think what you talked about before about the fact that you know this beyond a shadow of a doubt and no one will believe you. Yeah, that's the scariest thing Especially her own husband and the way he twisted the outcome. That makes him a terrifying monster because that's kind of real. Vampires, no. Husbands that will People that are like that, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, to know, be in a shadow of a doubt that you know something to be completely true, and you can't even get your husband on your side. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I need a partnership. I need, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. I, I, for you to just spin it to the way you need it to look is, is scary for me. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how Chris would respond if I was like, honey, neighbor's a vampire. <laughs> Like, I'm trying to think, like, what would Daniel do? (laughs) I think their first instinct would be, like, you've been reading too many books. Yeah. Like, what have you watched recently? Um, But then I think that if they realized how serious we were, that we would legitimately, they would at least give us the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they would at least go over, they would go with us to the attic to inspect. They would be like, I don't believe you in any form or capacity. But I will investigate this further. (laughs) I am one of those people. If it is in the middle of the night and a noise wakes me up, I will get up and go look. So 100%. Huh? I usually do that too. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and wonder what it was. I'm just going to go. Because the sooner I know, the sooner I can go to bed. So, like, 100%. Yeah. So, I would break into someone's house to figure out if they were a vampire vampire she was let in fine um but no i would absolutely investigate and chris would be like well i know you're gonna go so i guess i'll go with you you'll probably end up hurting yourself i better go to protect you yeah yep that's exact he's like i know you're gonna do something stupid so i might as well go too yeah we would go to jail together they had a pretty solid plan though they really did that and that was nuts too like they straight up dismembered well no not they miss green straight up dismembered him as he sits there talking yeah he never stops talking the whole time 
Yeah. He's cutting off his arms and his legs. And he's still like, talking. Like, I was getting annoyed. I was like, could you, like, chop up? Like, could you do something? Rip out his vocal cords. Yeah. Like, he's annoying me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The whole book was bananas. Bananas. It was so weird. Bananas on acid. <laughs> I insane. I I really want to look into the author a little more and be like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you what happened to you, Muffin? Yeah. (laughs) Sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. It was awesomely weird. I It was a roller coaster. It It really was. It It really was. Like, and it was, it was different than his other book that I've read, Horror Store. Like, it was, Horror Store didn't make you feel uncomfortable the whole time, but it was definitely scary. Like, ghosts, scary. Like, um, but yeah, like, this one had you, like, on the edge of your seat, like, visibly cringing, like, um, so yeah, I'm And I thought it was going to be wrapped up at, like, the halfway point. Like, when she finds him in the woods, I thought, oh, well, she's no. caught him. And then, no, no, no that's nope. not what sure, happens at all. Sure not. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was insane. Um, but, yeah, I'm intrigued to see kind of how he, like, if, if, so the two that I've read by him so far are so completely different. I'm intrigued to read his other stuff and kind of just see how he write, like, just the differences in his writing. Like, it was really interesting. Yeah, I think it is very intriguing when an author can do such different stuff. Yeah, like it was really cool. But yeah, no, I'm definitely going to look into him more because I'm just like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. he is. I don't <laughs> think you can write that rat scene and ever be okay again. Oh, the rats were so bad. Although I was very pleased that the dog didn't die. I, I thought to myself, if he kills the dog right here, I'm done. I'm putting this book down. I'm not reading it anymore. I'll just tell Susie to suck it up. There's things that I don't abide. <laughs> and killing the dog by rats. Right. To, to further your plot, if you kill the dog by further, to further your plot, I'm not on board with you anymore. Yeah, it was so much. Yeah. Ugh. But yes, I'm glad that you got through it. Because I was concerned that you were going to quit. I was concerned I was going to quit too. But, but I really I, did enjoy it. Surprisingly, yeah. I did it. Yeah, because it was just so weird. Yeah. Like, you just don't read stuff like that. And so I think it's it's what keeps you going. So, yeah. If you want some weird, guys, I got something for you. I mean, you can't even... If you're sitting there thinking to yourself, self... What's the weirdest thing that I could read? And you think up a scenario. Well, you can't even come close to the weirdness of this book. Yes. It's completely it, insane. Yes. But in the coolest way. <laughs> That's what I legit text you after I finished it. I said, yes. that book was insane. Yes, it really was. Like, I kept telling Chris stuff that was going on in it. And he was he just kept, like, making these faces. Like, why are you reading this? Yeah. I was like, it was my pick. <laughs> I have no clue what I'm going to pick for my next book. Well, good luck following following this one. You know, you're welcome. Maybe I should do a tearjerker. 
All right. Like a I Holocaust know. tearjerker. Oh, Jesus. Since I have now read a scary true crime-esque <laughs> type thing. Genuinely, I didn't think it was going to be scary. Like, I don't know why I didn't think it was going to be scary. It was terrifying. But no, like, I was legit, like, I didn't read it at night. The I scene only where read someone's it. on the roof and they see the hand. <gasps> yes! I was not okay. It was like, do you remember the movie Signs? Yes. When they look out and they see the alien on top of the barn, that's what went through my head. 1,000%. Like, yes, that was terrifying. I forgot about that scene. God, that was terrifying. Yeah, the whole book was like... Yeah. I don't... Like, I... Crazy. I don't know why I didn't expect it to be scary. I thought, I guess just because a, a Southern book club. And vampires. Like What's I just scary I about it... Southern women. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everything just... about Southern women is scary. I guess I just thought that it was gonna be more whimsical and dear <laughs> Lord, I was wrong. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a lot more whimsical and fantasy-esque. And... Well, I'm glad I'm no. not alone then. Um I, yeah, I yeah, just when expected... you think of the tagline still Magnolias meets Dracula, you right. do not expect to be Yeah, terrified. I was just I was thinking whimsy and I was thinking Oh, you sit right here next to me. Like, still Magnolias. Yeah, like, I just, yeah. Mm-mm. Terror Dolly was not Parker on the list of vampires. things. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that is what I thought of. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was way off. Yes, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I cannot wait to see what you choose next. I will never reread this book. I will. I mean, that. I won't. I won't reread it either, but I think. The first read is going to be the best read. Yeah, this is one that you can't know too much going in. That's yeah. why if you have listened to this point. I am I'm sorry. sorry. It's not going to be as good for you. But yeah, it was it was, it was awesome. I don't and, have any more eloquent words to be able to say other than completely bananas and insane. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the book in it. In it. If we were going to blurb this book. It'd be like cringe fest 2020. <laughs> you know what you think about when you think about the year 2020? Imagine that in a book. Oh God, yes, just a shit storm. <laughs> yeah, one thing after another, and, and just when you so think, crazy. and then just when you think it can't get worse, oh boy, it does. <laughs> yes, this book is 2020 in a book. Yes, yes, it is. Um, yeah sure is man but yes so next week we've got what we've been reading yes. and i have been just i've been reading up a storm so i can't wait to talk nice. about what i've been reading Exciting. but yeah way to go me way to go you your book didn't suck yes that's I all i aim for didn't suck either so yes kinda, i did the 13th tale that's true that's kind of on a roll yes doing all right <laughs> thanks <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.